Jody Vanson for Mike. Black History Month. We want to talk about race and education and some general facts that perhaps many of us miss when it comes to February and wanting to become more aware and engaged and involved with the diversity piece. And it's it's so challenging to have these conversations because inevitably something is said that offends someone. So I'm going to do my best to just have this conversation in a way that's meaningful and educational. And to do that, I'm bringing in somebody who is meaningfully educated and very forward thinking when it comes to how I can ask the novice question and be met with really learned answers. Our guest is Professor uh, Dr. Annette Henry, in fact, a professor of Department of Language and Literacy Education at UBC. Thrilled to have a few minutes to bend your ear. Thank you for being here, Doctor. Uh, oh, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you very much. Let's begin with this question. Are there unique challenges faced by Black students when it comes to being educated here? Yes, there are. I mean, firstly, I, I think we should uh, acknowledge that students vary, like black students vary too, and that um, it's not a sort of a, a, a monolithic group. Um, they, they could be immigrants, they could be first, second, third generation, uh, they could come from a range of cultural backgrounds, uh, and, and some might be um, from low-income backgrounds, some might be from middle-class backgrounds, so there's, there's a range of students. Um, but challenges, yes, and I, I love your introduction because, you know, I think we... I find that people really want to be informed. Um, they're afraid of maybe being, you know, saying the wrong thing or asking the wrong question. But I think people do want to understand, you know, this this notion of diversity and also let's just get down to it and call it racism. And so racism is a challenge for students because there are structural barriers in schooling and in education um, and schools were designed in a particular way uh, and access is not equal for, for everyone. Um, a colleague and I um, uh, did a study of, of black graduate students at, at UBC and found that students suffered from um, isolation, alienation, lack of access to scholarships and teaching assistantships, um, discrimination by professors, low expectations by professors. And, uh, you know, students of all ages understand how they're perceived by educators in, in society in general. One thing I'd say uh, that is a challenge um, in British Columbia, we need more data so that we don't have to count on Ontario or, or the U.S. Um, and so not having sufficient data keeps us thinking that everything is going well. So in a sense, it keeps us in denial. Uh, and I want to say mm. also that um, children who attend schools in low-income areas are more likely to be slotted into special needs classes than those in affluent areas. And research from Toronto, actually from the Toronto District School Board, broke down the discrepancies even further. And they found that black and South Asian are overrepresented in special education and underrepresented in gifted programs. Uh, so, you know, th those are some of the things that, that we have to look out for and be aware of. Um, there's actually quite a bit. You asked about, I think, uh, gender also. Um, so um, black boys are easily seen as criminal and deviant and subject to, you know, uh, punishment and consequently, uh, I would say, pushed out um, psychologically or physically. And often girls are hypersexualized, as are boys, actually, seen as loud and aggressive, 
and uh, and this term we're using these days uh, is adultified. That that is, they're treated as more mature than the actual age, and so they're seen as not really needing the help or the support that other students need. And uh, I, I actually remember a teacher in a former study back in Chicago where I used to live had said, you know, I've, I've spent the last 30 years concentrating on the boys, but girls will survive. You know, so that's one example of just thinking, well, girls, there are no issues here. And um, often girls, one of their strategies for coping is to just remain quiet. And so in some ways that, you know, a teacher might think of, She's nice and quiet and complacent, and so there's no problems here. But we don't know what's going on in that child's spirit. And as a, a UBC student said in our, in our Black graduate student study, she said, I was dying silently. She was talking about her experience in the classroom. So, you know, oh there, there's actually a lot there. Yes, isn't there? There's, there's actually a lot there. And uh, so that, those are some things to think about. I need more time with you. I've only got like 90 seconds left here and I have oh, yes, 10 yes. questions to ask you. Honestly, <laughs> it's, uh, let's just do this. What do you think needs to change so that nobody's dying quietly and nobody's being suspected of wrongdoing simply by the melanin in their skin? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Well, um, I would say, and some things are, I think, being done now in, in terms of changes that are being made uh, in terms of, you know, um, across, the, across, across the country, um, universities are hiring more black faculty uh, who focus on race, not just because, you know, they're melanin, as you said, but they actually focus on these issues uh, in teacher education classes. So that's a good sign good. for the future, right? Uh, the other thing yeah. that, that I would say is that really examining our curriculum, I mean, one of the reasons, you know, if you've read um, uh, narratives of students who've dropped out of school, they, they often say things like, well, I wasn't learning anything or, uh, um, mm. you know, it, I, I felt like I didn't belong. And the curriculum can change that. If they feel like, oh, wow, I'm actually learning something that's relevant to me. I can see myself in this curriculum. So those are some of the, the things that, that I think we can think about. Also, um, just just acknowledging that the that the the, the ways we teach and, and, and the curriculum really do are not inclusive, that, that certain people are left out. Um, and so we, we have to think about, we, you know, is, is this the kind of society we want where we, we, we don't reflect the real lives of real people and experiences, you know? Uh, and, and so we need the, we, we need exactly. course correction. I'm sorry, yeah. I have to leave it there. Uh, Dr. No Henry, thank you very much for your time. So informative. Really appreciate you taking some time to have the conversation. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Dr. Annette Henry, Professor, Department of Language and Literacy Education at UBC. It's Black History Month. Let that sink in a bit. We're going to talk about the U.S. Do you like it? Are you feeling better about it? Positive perceptions of the United States? Is it rising for you? We're talking about the polling that might surprise you next.